All right, let's begin, Baruch Hashem. Let's begin another day that we are blessed to have. Um, I want to mention that this year is dedicated... um, One second. This year is dedicated... Le'ilui Nishmas Rafal Moshe ben Avraham, someone who suddenly was nifter uh, yesterday, uh, last night, and um, we uh, we we pray and we daven that this year will be Le'ilui Nishmaso, and it should bring a nechama to his family. And we should only share in simchas all of us. We, we are blessed, as we just said, we're blessed that a person doesn't know what, what a day brings in his life. Hestarta panecha, a yisi nifal, when there's a hastaras panim, in one second a person's life can, can be over, in one second a person's whole entire life can be turned upside down. It's one of the lessons in Anava that the Yisil Sharm brings at the end of the Sefer, what keeps a person humble what keeps a person humble is he realizes that things can change on a dime, and in one moment, uh, what, what 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 is going well could could not be going well, and um, when things are not going well, they could they could become they could start going well as as Shlomo Melech uh, says, Gamze Yavar. People think this too will pass means only when things are not going well this too will pass. It's important for a person to realize that this too will pass even when things are going well. Why? Because when a person lives in the, in the world of uh, this too will pass and that whatever situation we are in will, will change. Thank you very much. When a person realizes that whatever situation we're in will change, then you, you stop and you uh, appreciate the situation that you have, whatever it might be. When a person, most of the time, a person thinks that everything is going to be constant. It's going to be the same. When you're in a good mood, you're like, yeah, this is going to stay forever. And when, you, when, you, when you're in a bad mood, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to stay forever. And it's not true. The, the way of the world is, is that uh, things are constantly changing. And, and the, uh, one of the... Um, one of the... Uh, important things in life is for a person to realize that um, I, I have the ability, each and every one of us has the ability to, to look at things the way we want to look at things and, and can change things and can change the way we view our life, which is right now. You think of your life as uh, your life when, when your life is going to happen, my life is going to happen in 10 years from now, my life is going to happen in 5 years from now, my life is going to happen after Pesach, my life is going to happen when I go back to America, whatever, whatever you're thinking, my life is going to happen this time, that time. One of, one of the most important things for a person to realize is that your life is happening right now. What's that line? One second, let's get this... Uh... Yeah, this is a good line. Hopefully I can find it. The magnitude of your next opportunity. Right, this is of course from Yitzhi Grunwald. Not, not surprised at all. The magnitude, the magnitude of your next opportunity depends on your faithfulness over the current one. Again, the magnitude of your next opportunity depends on your faithfulness over the current one. Most of us live in the world of tomorrow or in the world of, of yesterday, and we don't realize that, that the faithfulness um, to this moment and t- for today, whatever it might be, to, uh, like, I, like we end off share many times, you, the best thing you could do for your future is to create a great now. That's the best thing you can do for your future is to have a great today. The best thing you can do for your past is to have a great today. So at the end of the day, the, the best thing you can do for yourself 
is to try and have a great today. Uh, the challenge that we have is that there's a lot of negativity in our brains, and there's a lot of failure, and there's a lot of pessimism, and there's a lot of sometimes um, just negativity of, of ourselves and life, and, and, and it's, it's uh, like we say many times, if you want to change your negativity in your brain, you can't change it by, by saying you got to be positive. You can't force, you can't force your negativity to be positive. It's like forcing a child, you know, uh, who's being negative. You're forcing a child who's in a bad mood. You know, you got to be in a good mood. You got to be in a good mood. What a child needs when he's in a bad mood is usually a hug and some empathy and some extra love. That's what a child, God willing, you'll see when your children are uh, right. What does a baby need when the baby's crying? And a little baby is in a bad mood. What do they need? They need a hug. They need a. They need some love. They need some. Some one of the five love languages. They need some quality time. They need some some touch. They need you to do something for them. And then suddenly, a few years later, we we uh, you know we become these mature people, and we're like, oh, I don't need anything, right? You need even more love. You need even more love, especially especially if if you didn't. Uh, Get the love that you that you wanted or that you needed. That you needed. Um, I was speaking to someone yesterday. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know that, that a person he came whatever he's in therapy and he was talking to me about certain things and just saying like he realized the first time in his life like like um, his love language is this type of love language and he realized like he literally never felt that love. <laughs> From his parents, and of course he knows, right? That's one of the that's one of the powers of the love languages is that we, you can know your father loves you, you can know your mother loves you. It's not we, we all know that, but to feel love is very different, and to experience love is very different than to know that someone loves you. And what's important for each and every one of us as we become older, and you learn to to uh, to live in the world, and you can't be a little kid anymore. You're not a five-year-old kid. You're not a ten-year-old kid, and you're not going to go back in time to become that five, ten-year-old kid anymore. You won't. It's just not happening. Or that fifteen-year-old kid, whatever you want, you're not going to have that. And what happens is when we get married, and we have expectations from our spouses to give us that love, then you're in trouble a little bit because depending on how full your tank is, of course, your wife can give you twenty percent. She might even be able to give you 30%, but you gotta fill up 70%. The problem is when you have zero and you want your wife to fill you up 100, and then you're in big, big trouble, or vice versa. If your wife has zero and, and, and she needs you to fill her up 100, then you're in trouble because you'll be worn down. The goal, of course, obviously, is to be as, as, high, as high percentage as you can with self-love. Okay, part of self-love is having other people love you as well. Part of self-love is having other people take care of you and be there for you. But what's very, very important for us to know at your age, and it's hard to hear this sometimes when you're 18, 19, 20, you know, however old you are, nice ring, that, uh, that was good, that, um, that it's, uh, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing, um, and it's hard. It's very, very hard. I'm telling everybody here, it's hard because we want so much love from other people and, and we're, we feel empty sometimes. And until you're going to learn to patch up you know, your own love and then you have the person... Okay, I guess we're talking about love this morning. And then you have a person who... Um, and this a lot of people have. Then you have a person who's missing... I remember Robert Moshe Braunschweiger told me this, this uh, muscle, which was amazing. I don't know where he got it from. Where, where some people have a hole in their cup, which means that someone can give them love and someone can give them love, but since they have a hole in their cup, so then they only experience the love as it's happening. The second that the, the, the love is not there, there's a hole there, and they're like, no one loves me. Even though five minutes ago someone gave you love, but there's something missing on, in, in their in, inside. A lot of times that, that will bring out people, you know, escaping through drugs and alcohol and 
watching inappropriate things, whatever it might be, right? There are a lot of uh, gambling. There are a lot of, um, whether it's addictions or not addictions, people get nervous. Oh, addiction. I don't have addictions. Everybody has addictions. Don't, if you think you don't have addictions, and you're, you, you don't have to be in a 12-step program to have addictions. You, you can, every, we all have addictions. That's why I like the word addictions in Hebrew much better than in English. Because uh, in Hebrew it's called machur. So machur means you're, 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 something owns you and you're sold to something. So we all have addictions. And that addiction comes because we are looking for love and we're trying to find love and we're trying to connect, make a connection. Most of the time it's a connection. And, and when we're missing that connection, when we're missing that connection, so then we, we, uh, we're hurting, whatever it is. Okay, I'm not getting, getting, getting the whole mayor will, uh, what do you say, mayor? Yeah, is that, is that accurate? Yeah, well, uh, we are talking about drugs today at 4 p.m. Okay, good. Thanks. Beautiful. Talking honestly today yeah. at 4 p.m. Okay. Um, Eitan, you had a question? You're good? Um, I had a comment. A uh, comment. Yeah, yeah please. I love comments. Question, that. comments. That's what I say. I got to be true to what I say. Yeah. Uh, comments. No, it's, it's like something that I've been doing uh, lately because I've been on a lot of buses with Haredi families and they bring them on their babies. And um, so a lot of times the babies cry and I, like, I see the parents, you know, screaming at the baby, check it, check it, check it. It clearly doesn't help. So mm-hmm. I wonder, like, what if the baby would just experience love one time? So I started looking at the baby whenever it would cry, and then just smile. And I realized the baby would just look at me and just stops crying. And I'm like, whoa, that's great. All the baby needs to stop crying is love. Amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even your baby. It's not even your baby. Yeah. And what's unbelievable, what I like about what Eitan's saying is that it's not the baby. We're all babies. <laughs> We're all babies. We all need someone to smile at us and, and give us a hug. Right? Oh, I'm too, no, not me, I'm too macho. Anyone who thinks he's too macho is, is so not macho. Sorry, I don't, know, I don't know if macho is a word anymore. Back in the 80s, it was a word, right? But, uh, but what does that mean? It means, okay, well, so what, I, I can't say I need love? All songs that are on the radio, all songs are all about love. But I can't say that I need love. Everyone's saying love, but I can't admit that I need love. Love sells, except for I can't, I can't, I can't ask for it. But you're right, Eitan. Very good point. Very good point. Um, so with that in mind, ah, oh, Shimona Tzadik. Um, uh, what, what are some examples of self-love? Examples of self. Yeah, yeah. Healthy examples of self-love is first of all um, being around people who are supportive of you. Being around having friends and people who are, are good for you, people who, who believe in you. Um, self-talk, it's very important to know, to understand your self-talk. The, um, the, the, the talker in your head, because most people who are negative on the outside um, are, are very negative on the inside. Even people who are nice on the outside can be very, very critical on the inside. So it's learning, I would say, two things to start with. There are many things. I would say, number one is the people you're hanging around. It's very important to hang around with people who are positive people, people who are working on themselves, loving people, people who encourage you, people who are there for you. Um, and number two is, is your own inner talk. You, gotta learn, you have to learn yourself. It's very important to learn yourself to know what triggers you and what gets you and what you need, what, you know, to be very tuned into what you need. It's very important to get tuned into your love languages, you know, and to know, do I need words of affirmation? Do I need quality time? Do I need, you know, gifts? Do I need physical touch? You know, so some people, you know, it's important to be, t- really I would say to be tuned into yourself. You know, what the details of being tuned in, everybody has different. But when you're tuned in, it's like, it's like Eitan saying, when you're tuned into the child, when you're tuned into someone, that's already a form of love. Like, checking in. How are you doing? You know, uh, you know like I told, I told, I saw Kiwi Resnick as I was driving here, you know, and it's great. You know, I, I said the last hour, I've been 
you know, I rented a car, so I have my stereo system. I was driving around a little. The last hour, I've been listening to like affirmations just for an hour. I'm just out, and that's my own personal self-love. That's for me because I love the the affirmations of, uh, of of that. For me, is like me going to the spa. <coughs> going to the spa is also great. I don't, I don't, I haven't found a spa here in Israel. Back. In New York, I used to go to a, used to have a place where that, that's part of self-love, taking care of yourself, you know, you know, work, disciplining yourself is also self-love. Saying no, saying no to things is also, right, we spoke about that Shalashudas a few weeks ago. Love is also being, you know, chaysach shiftos, sonas beno. Somebody who doesn't discipline, right, someone who lets himself eat whatever he wants and drink whatever he wants, right, you know, and whatever it is, it does, it's not loving himself either. So there are many forms of that. You also, right, you have to also have a Bucky, Shimon, you're someone who, who knows this concept, the Bucky Berenzo and Bucky Bishov. You have to know, right, that's a term in Hasidus, which means you have to know where you're at. I Meaning you have to know what type of love I need. When you're having a Yerida, you need this type of love. When you're having an Aliyah, you need a different type of love. So you have to, that's part of knowing yourself. Right? It's part of knowing yourself like the, the, the thing that Eitan's saying or, you know, in relationships. You have to know sometimes when it's time to say, okay, you know, let's get ourselves together with the crying. You know, you've cried enough. And blah, 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 let's try and get yourself together. Sometimes, you know, I remember when, my, when we just moved to Israel and my daughter was, uh, was going to school. God willing, you'll see this with kids going to school. I mean, my wife really deals with the whole school thing uh, more in the morning getting the kids out. But when we just moved to Israel, and it was hard for my daughter, I remember when she was in first grade, to go to school because of the language and blah, blah, blah. And I'd sit in the car with her for like an hour before school and just schmooze and talk and get her ready. And she'd be nervous and I'd calm her down and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then there, there came a point where I'd be like, okay, it's time to go in now. Okay, it's time. And then we would test that. You know, so, so part of love is also saying, okay, I think you're ready to go in and push a little bit. Sometimes you've got to push a little bit. Sometimes you have to know when you're pushing too much. You know, it's funny, I'll just say the scene because I remember it so clearly. I was like sitting in the car by the school in, in my car. I was like probably not, not, not parked in a good place. And I'm sitting there with my daughter for like an hour, like, like in that world. Like she's a six-year-old girl like empathizing the fact that she doesn't speak Hebrew, she's in a foreign country, I'm like in that zone, and these cops pull up, and I love cops, I'm a cop lover, right? I, I love all cops, I love Israeli, Avada, Israeli policemen I love even more because they're Jewish, and they help us and they protect us, so I love them more. I'm a very pro-cop guy, so don't take this story as a negative, and especially in America, I haven't been in America since the whole anti-cop, and I love people who serve who serve us and give us tickets and try and keep us safe, and I mean that in all seriousness. Um, so the story is not an anti-police story. And as I'm sitting there, right, a cop car comes up, and they're like, you know, and I looked at the guy, I was like, it's not time for this right now. I'm with my daughter. Like, I was like, just naturally, I'm like, excuse me. I'm dealing with my daughter right now. I'm trying to get her to school. We'll deal with this later. And I like rolled up the window and the guy like drove away. I was like, yes. You know, see out to It wasn't like, it wasn't, but I remember. I'm just like, I don't, I don't got time for cops right now. I'm sitting here with more important things than, than cops. Um, you know, I don't know if you could try that as a way of doing it. It was, it was more natural. It was like, you want to arrest me? You want to give me, give me as many tickets as you want. I, I'm sitting here with my daughter, helping my daughter uh, deal with going to school. Um, Got to get your priorities in life. Um, so where were we? Yeah. So you have to be a bucky. You have to know that sometimes to say, okay, and I remember pushing her out, saying, okay, it's time to go. It's time to go. Okay, obviously, if she were kicking and screaming, you got to know, you got to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to throw her out of the car, but I'm saying, you know, part of, part of love is, is understanding, you know, where, where the person's at. Yes, you did, yeah. Um, I was talking to her, but seeing that this is very much in line with what we're seeing today. If you want to know how to uh, take care of yourself, if you can look at the, the Torah, it says to take care of a nevi, because you cook the nevi to your neshama. you got to give it two pillows, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's still your every. you got to make it work. Beautiful, beautiful. I think there's a lot to learn. Beautiful, beautiful. Very good. Very good.
Very good, beautiful. Very nice. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's bad. Wow, I'm getting some, some anxiety right now. First time saying something in a while. All right, not anxiety, excitement. Um, basically, I was learning with Rabbi Norton yesterday, and we were talking how there's an internal Yitzhahara and also an external Yitzhahara. And we said before that the natural state of a kid is good, almost in that sense of self and neshama, and purely good, and it's the external situations that are the cause of a lot of problems. So my question is, is the internal Yitzhahara dormant until provoked by the external, or is it something that increases naturally with time? Is it what? Does it? Yeah, well, so first of all, it's like a Derech der Hashem. You're talking Derech Hashem? Ah, Rev Dessler. So, yeah, the, the internal Yetzahara will, will grow with your Yetzahara, meaning it's, it's depending on how much you do good. So the Yetzahara will battle, you know, the other side. It's always, it's always an equal battle. So to balance the scales, it naturally increases. With well, it doesn't naturally increase. If you don't increase it, it's not going to increase. If you, increase, you increase your good, your good then the Yetzirah has got to keep up with you. That's why I call it Gadol Mechavero. The greater a person is, Yitzro Gadol Himeno. The balance. The, the, the bigger a person is, the bigger his Yetzirah. It's hard to understand because people it's a hard concept. Because people think, oh, what do you mean? I beat my Yetzirah. No, it's not, it doesn't work like that. I mean, the Tzadikim... But we're not, we're not, we're, uh, don't worry about that. I mean, you're not, you're not gonna, I mean, you, we, we have to just increase our good. And the Yitzhahara stays with us. Yeah, good point. Shkai for sharing, Ben. With the anxiety, with the anxiety. Yeah, yes, sure. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, if you, what's the difference between self-love and Guy, like I'm saying, when yeah. someone says like I'm the best, I'm right, whatever. So sometimes right. it could be gaiva. Right. So, right. Like, so it's not right. Gaiva, the the balgaiva is the balgaiva is empty on the inside, and he's all big on the outside. The self love guy is quiet on the outside, and he's full on the inside. The balgaiva is only in re- reference to other people and reference to you know, to comparison, reference to image, reference to how people look at me. The, 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 the person who has a good sense of self is, is very tuned in to, to himself and what his needs are. That's not, a, that's not a, two very, very different things. It's not e- ego, ego and, and gaiva is, is more, clop, just in a, the simplest term, is probably other people. It's in reference to other people. It's, I need to look a certain way in the eyes of other people. I'm great in comparison, comparison, as opposed to deep down feeling good about myself. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to know anything. I, I, I know the truth. I know who I am. Right? Gaiva is, people think that it's, uh, Gaiva is self-esteem. It's the opposite. It's, uh, Gaiva is, is usually a person who has a very low self-esteem, a person who bullies people, a person who has to be known to other people, a person who needs to you know, get credit from everybody. So usually a person like that is lacking. Usually a person like that has a hole in his cup because he gets all the, all the accolades. That's why I feel bad for all the likes, you know, all the, the, gender, the social media. When you guys told me that, that a person can't like what he posts. I can't say that I like the picture that I post, right? That's ridiculous. That's a recipe for gaiva because it means that my existence is all dependent on what other people think about me. It's not dependent on what I think about myself. So that's very painful. It's very painful to live like that. Yes? Where do you draw the line between being a, a, a taker and, and selfish and mm-hmm. being taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and uh, loving yourself and or to the fire of love languages and meeting it from other people. Mm-hmm. Where, where, at what situation do you say this is being selfish and being a taker and this is just, I'm just taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, so, I, 
I think a lot. I think a lot of it is is probably what what you what you do, and when you when a person's married and he has children, right? Which is your case, Baruch Hashem. And for everyone to know this, it's one of the reasons why I encourage people to get married, um, and uh, it's why it's encouraged. I mean, why you have to get married, but encourage people to get married and to move forward because once you're married and you have children, then then you don't have to worry about being. Uh, too self-centered. Uh, you, you, you're forced, if you're healthy, to take care of your wife, and you're forced to take care of your children. I, 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 I think so that that... taking care of yourself, it's never a contradiction to the fact that you're also giving to other people. Sometimes you sometimes just be being a taker because you're taking care of yourself. In fact, I'm taking care of my family and whatever, but when I take care of myself, that's never going to be selfish because you can care about other people. Well, again, self-care is not being selfish. Self-care, when you take care of yourself and people see that, wow, you're someone who takes care of himself emotionally, physically, and mentally, and spiritually, so then you'll be a big uh, shine and a big light for a lot of people. A lot of people will look at someone and say, wow, that's a person who has worked through. That's a person who is, learns musr. That's a person who is good to, you know, you can't be good to your wife, you can't be good to your wife and children. This is for all you single guys out there. Um, and, and for us married people as well, um, it's good to chaz this over. You can't be good to your wife and children if you're not good to yourself. Not, it doesn't work like that. Right? It's the old, oh, my roommate I don't like as much, but my wife I'm going to like more. No, you're going to hurt your wife more than you hurt your roommate. You're going to hurt your children more than you hurt y- your, your wife. <laughs> that, that's, that's just the way it works. So the more you take care of yourself and the more you're loving and you do that, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think a person, when we're talking about self-care, we're not talking about selfishness. What is selfishness? Self, let's talk about what self-care is. Don't worry about selfishness. Self-care, self, this year is one big self-care. This shear is self-care. Talking about loving yourself is self-care. Learning musr about life and that we're all going to die and that there's a real purpose in this world is self-care. Going ahead and learning to be more positive and learning how to live, that's self-care. Going on a, on, a, on a trip with your wife to the beach and sitting out and talking about life and talking about how much you love her and how much she does for you you know, and having her do maybe the same to you, that's self-care. You know, taking care of yourself. And that doesn't mean that you're not gonna, that doesn't mean you're mevatal Torah. I promise you'll learn even more Torah. You'll be closer to Hashem. If anyone's worried about over self-caring, you know, I, w- I wouldn't worry about that. I wouldn't worry about that. But very good question. Okay, yeah, let's do a halacha, Rami. Oh. Yeah, we're good? Oh, hey, yes. It's, uh... It's a funny thing, this only just popped into my head uh, now. Okay, it's, like, it's exciting. It's like, when was the last time that, uh, you know, a day in my marriage was ruined because I was being loving to my wife like, too much? Like, oh, that's like too much love. <laughs> You're becoming too happy, right, you're right, feeling exactly. too good. Like, right, oh, right, right. You know, Correct. Or, or when was the last time uh, like that, you know, like the Talmud suffered and didn't become more him and more who, 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 who he's supposed to be because his, his Rebbe loved him like, Right. All of a exactly. sudden, it comes to like myself, and I'm like, oh, you're like loving yourself too right. much there. And uh, beautiful. Something like that, because I, I feel like also in my life, like with like other people, like if they're showing me love, I right away like a reject. reject. Of course, same thing. Beautiful, beautiful. I want to understand what Mayor is saying, and I love talking about this because it's so, I feel like it's so, um, I feel it's so true. Is that, that that's the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah is the, is the fly. The Yetzirah who's focused on the negative. And the Yetzirah, like Mayer said, it's so true, is that we repel and we reject, we reject the love. And that's fine. It's a normal thing. It's a normal, normal, everyday thing that we have trouble receiving love. We have trouble giving love. And uh, we have trouble just with, the, with that whole... With that whole con- and also the world, by the way, just for everybody, the world also, the beautiful world, 
um, of technology and Hollywood and the and, and all of the you know movies and all of the sick stuff out there definitely has twisted twisted our brains and twisted to tell us what love what love is and it's so and it's so the opposite of that so the opposite of that so what we've been what we've when a, when a when a kid when somebody's a teenager or you're younger and you're looking for love right sorry to say the the line i don't know if you guys know uh, from the song but looking for love in all the wrong places right that was a line from one of the songs back in the day sorry to put that in your head with Rafi right but I don't know if anyone knows there's a song looking for love in all the wrong places means that you're look, we're all looking for when, when you're a teenager you're looking for love but what happens you show up to the wrong place and it gives you the wrong love so you never got it and then, and then you're stuck with this I remember someone in yeshiva very hush of a person in yeshiva I remember him asking me, I, I'll never forget this guy. I remember where I was in the conversation with him. It was the first year, second year. One of the, a great, great guy in Yeshiva. I remember him saying, wait, so I'm, I don't learn how to have marriage. Like, my relationship with my wife does not come from movies. I remember he was like saying it like for real. He grew up, you know, in a difficult home with his parents. And he didn't see, you know, a, a healthy relationship. And he's like, so, so where else do I get my concept of love, and I'm like, whatever, huh? Right. So I'm like, oh my goodness, like, like. So we're looking for it, and then we have this image, and then you have this, you know, thing in your head, and then you have, then you end up getting married, and then you have all these problems because you're like, there's no love in my life. Why is there no love in my life? You do have love in your life. You just don't even know what it is. You don't even know what it is. Yes. Right. So, do, so, so that's a good question. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not so worried. I, I'm not so worried. I'm not so worried about the self indulgence part, because I think that you're not. We're, we're not talking about like eating and drinking. I'm talking about like physical things, like Mayor was saying. You know, you can't. You can't. Um, you can't overdo. Um, I'm not worried that the Eight Sahara is gonna gonna let you overindulge and like he said you know to tell your wife your wife's never going to say you tell me you love me too much you tell me how beautiful i am too much you you tell me too you thank me too much for dinner you're too nice to me your kids are not going to say you're tati you're too loving to me please don't overly indulge in the love when you're dealing with drinking you're dealing with physical things right but that's not necessarily self love that, that, yeah, I'm saying self-care. That's not always self-care. I'm saying maybe on your madrega. I'm saying what? Well, oh, I don't like this. Self-care means that if I want what I want for myself. Let's say I want a cup of hot coffee. So I want for someone else. You can't love someone more than you love yourself because you love yourself the most. At least want for the other what you want for yourself. So if I want a nice, so I want that my wife, my children, my friend, my also have that. At least mm-hmm. to that level. Mm-hmm. So the self-care is up to there. But the second I go over that and I take good care of myself mm-hmm. and I don't want it for the other person, that's where the problem is. Right? It's, a, that, it's, a, it's a steerer, what you're saying. It's not possible to have love within yourself and not to want to give to others. It'll overflow into other people. You're, 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 you will overflow. That love will overflow to other people. It's not, it's not something that you have to monitor. If you're properly taking care of yourself, if you're properly uh, giving yourself what you need, it'll automatically overflow. It won't be that I don't, that I want to hold back from other people. It'll, it'll, it'll motivate you to give more and more. Yes, Rabbi Erblich. I just want to give a shout out to uh, To your if son-in-law. Anybody want to, to get tips on how to love a wife. Wow, wow. That's
because he's got that by fish. Gordon forgets that he is a god of What the airplane principle is that the airplane principle is that when uh, when the airplane starts getting shaky and the oxygen levels fall drop, so the masks fall down. And who do you give it for? Do you put on your kid first, or do you put it on yourself? And the airplane principle is you put it on yourself because if you don't have yourself, you don't right. have a kid. Correct. And that is the idea of marriage. Many times, um, it's not enough to say I'm doing everything for my wife and I'm feeling satisfied. That might be on a very, very high madrega. Every human being needs to take care of himself and have his own daf. It's, if it's learning, if it's building Lego, if it's playing ball. So in order for you to have your kids happy, you have to be happy. Right. And that, but that can't be abused. It's only when you need oxygen. You can't party all day and say airplane principle unless you're like me. And just the father. Just a chazer over, you can only give what you have. If you have, right, hurt people, hurt people. Love, people with love, love people. It's, it's, it's all the same. You can't give something. When you see someone who's angry, right, it's a, it's a hard thing to call out on someone. When you see someone who's angry, it means that they're angry within themselves. They have anger. Like we said, it's not, it's not yourself. yourself. Exactly. It's the relationship with yourself. It's not road rage, it's rage. You just happen to be on the road. It's not road rage. It's not angry at that thing. You have anger that you haven't... That you're not angry at your mother. You're angry. You have anger. And then your mother triggers your anger. You're not angry at, at, uh, at the so-and-so. It's, it's within yourself. Right? We speak about that many times. Yes. <coughs> oh. Chashava. You mm-hmm. never say I'm not married to Shabbos or whatever, but like we're not. You're not gonna. You can never say I love Shabbos too much. Mm-hmm. Saying, but it's there. It happens, and you could. Unless no, you're, you're, you're not married. married. Let me hear. If I'm, if I'm single guy, he's a bacher. He's a bacher. Let's hear. Someone's running. Yeah. He's a bacher. Someone's running out of the house. He goes, oh, love him, and, and runs out. Every day, he runs out of his mother. Yes. So, so the thing is, is how you say it. Correct. It's better, well, one second. So yes. First of all, it's better to say love you when you're running the house than not to say love you when you're running the house. But, the, but you're saying quality. Correct. It's not about just saying love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Love you, love you. Correct. Correct. Your wife, and more than that, we have to check, you'll see very soon. Your wife, she, I promise you, your wife will call you out quicker than you can say, call me out. If, if it's not genuine, if it's not genuine, and you're saying love, I love you, I love you, I love you, but she's not feeling love, you will know that you, that she's not feeling love. Yeah, you don't have to worry. What are you going to say, let's hear? What do you mean? I never say it too much. Right. right. So, so there's a man, you'll come and we'll talk. You'll sit over here and we'll talk, and you'll come to the shop by it. And you'll hear that it could be you're in the wrong love language. It could be you're doing something wrong. Not could be. You'll be doing something wrong. You'll be doing something wrong. Okay. Beautiful segue. Yes, Rabbi Binyamin. Like just for myself, it's still, I mean, I want to hear clear. Caesar said you gotta feel it. You have to go check yeah. yourself. But like, yeah. if I'm late and I just want to sit on the couch and read a, yeah. read a newspaper, yeah. yeah. But the kids and the wife are there. 
Okay, now that you're getting into a shalom, that's, that's for Thursday, Mir Tashem. That's a shalom bias question. That's a shalom bias question. Mir Tashem, that's a shalom bias question. Oh, right, shame. Good question. It's a good question. Listen, listen well, listen well, a chacham and a humble person. Let's go. Mix us, shvachai gufana. Is it possible, maybe to touch on the points that you were raised over here, that there's a difference between self-value and self-love? When we say we love someone else, we really want to give them everything. Right. That's the proper loving someone else. But right. I would imagine that's not really accurate to apply that to yourself. You want to give yourself everything in terms of, let's say, physically. But if you value yourself, if right. you have some true self-value, right. maybe that's like kind of a better right. definition. Yes. For, for how we should approach. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so, so that's a great point. They work very, very much together. Meaning, a person who doesn't value himself is not going to take care of himself. I don't value myself. I'm not going to shower. I'm not going to dress. I'm not going to spend time developing myself because I don't value myself. I'm worthless. A person who begins to do those things. Right? A person dresses a certain way, whether people like to hear this or not, you dress a certain way, and they still feel a different way. So they work very much hand in hand. You need to have some sense of value, and then you give yourself based on that value. And the more you give yourself, the more value you have. They work very much together. When a person, right, when a person realizes that I'm an Ashama put in this world, and Hashem has a mission for me, and I'm here to accomplish a massive thing. And I'm not just here to give in to my desires, and I'm here to create and to do. That gives that, there's tremendous value in that. And therefore, I need to take care of myself. Right? Real value. Maybe, what? Real value, I mean. Not real value, value, exactly. It's not to stop. It's a real value that the most precious thing you take care of. When, uh, when uh, C. Meyer could say, if anyone's seen, you know, I'm just picturing him because He's a person like that where he has like, you know, people walking around him, protecting him from Shemir Sainayim. And he has a whole thing in protecting himself. He values himself. He values his eyes. He values, right? We would never bring a kid and expose a kid to, uh, to something in a row. You wouldn't take a four-year-old kid and sit him in front of something on Sneas. On Sneas, you're not going to put him, you know, uh, expose him to music, to curse words. Why not? Because you're protecting him. You value his innocence. You value his whatever it is. So I, so I therefore give the child something. You know, what happens is we, we do have errors. People do have errors. And people feel dirty. And the Yitzhahara comes in. And, and he, the greatest, let's remember this. This is, this is an asterisk to remember, if there's one of the things you remember besides, you know, to keep the main thing, the main thing, there are many things to remember in this yeshiva, but one of the things to remember in this yeshiva is that the Yitzhahara's biggest, biggest goal is not for you to do an Avera. The tzaddikim say this, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't make this up. The biggest thing in the Yitzhahara is not for you to mess up. The greatest thing of the Yitzhahara is for you not to value yourself and to feel that you're nobody. That's what the Yitzhar wants. He wants, because I did an Avera, because I failed, so then, therefore, I am X, Y, and Z. It's an interesting kind of contrast, because the biggest tzaddik in Bosharbeinu, for example, the biggest praise is that he was Anad Mikhaladah. Right. But at the same time, he must have had the biggest value. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Those are correct. That's what, right? That's what Yisrael was saying about, about the difference between Gaiva, right? Avram Avinu, and Eshu Avraver. That's why Moshe could say about himself. That's why Nachman could say Rosh Hashanah was given to me. Right? Because if it was given, then so it's, 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 it's not guy of it. Right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, let's learn. Okay, let's learn. This is beautiful. So it's so good to talk like this. And and then this is what it comes down to. It's not about not talking Lashon Hara or yes talking Lashon Hara. It's not about, it's not about is it Mutter or is it Usr. It's when I become a person who's a more loving person 
and I learn not to talk about other people and I learn not to judge other people, then I'm not going to speak Lashon Hara. The, the reason the Chavetz Chaim and the reason the Torah doesn't want us to speak Lashon Hara is because the, the Torah Hashem and the Torah is the same. Is teaching us how to be, how to be the, 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 the most beautiful human being that we can be. He put us down in this planet, on this world, and Hashem teaches us how to be great and how to be, it's even more than great, how to be an Adam, how to be a person. And, and the way to be a person is to see beautiful things in, in, in people. Avada, for sure. If you have to see beautiful things in a tree. Marabu Masecha Hashem. Right? When a person, his whole life is just to see the beauty in a, in a cockroach. The Torah wants us to see the beauty in, in the entire Bria. So could you imagine the beauty, to see the beauty in, in, in a Yid? And what a Jew is, to see the beauty in a Jew is something unfathomable. To see the beauty in a guy, you have to see the beauty in a guy. People get nervous. What, 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 what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yes. You have to see the beauty in people. To see the beauty in a dog. To see the beauty in every creature that Hashem made. That's what the tzaddikim, that's what the Torah teaches us. So could you imagine the beauty of, 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 of your fellow, of your brother? Could you imagine the beauty in your sister? And when you don't see the beauty in your brother and your sister, and I don't mean your physical brother and your sister, that also, that also your brother and your sister and your mother and your father. When you don't see the beauty in that, then, then, then that's a, a tremendous, tremendous, um, What's the word? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a wake up. It's a wake up for, for, for ourselves. It's something to, to really, to really ponder, and really see what, what, what can I do, what can I do to, to have more, more understanding of the truth of life, of myself. So with that in mind, let's learn the halacha, um, and this is very important. Um, you talk lashon hara in a joking matter. This is very prevalent amongst younger people, or yes, anybody, that you can joke uh, to somebody, say jokes, and put them down in a joking, oh, just joking. It says, even if you are not talking out of hatred, or even talking about a close friend or relative, or on page 77, page 28, and you mean it as a joke. If it implies something negative about the person, then you are not allowed to say it. Since my mother is so, for example, since my mother is so easygoing, she's a bit messy. Whenever we come to her house, the kitchen looks like a tornado hit it. The Ramam compares someone who talks Lashon Har in a joking matter to one who shoots poisonous arrows for fun and says, oh, I'm just joking, just claiming I'm just joking. Although he is joking, he can cause untold damage. Chavetz Chaim adds, look how great Lashon Hara and powerful it is. Even if you love the person you are talking about and you mean it as a joke, you're not allowed to say it. Hilchas Lashara Gimel, Gimel Ches Aleph. Unbelievable. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll learn a little quick piece in Mesil Shisharm just to continue the flow. Uh, Hashem will help each and every one of us as this was a great uh, um, talk and sheer and discussion about loving ourselves and others. And remember, that's Vahafturecha Kamocha. You have to love your neighbor like you love yourself. So you hate your neighbor, you hate yourself. Get that one straight. Haredi, Mizrahi, Chiloni, it's all, that's all Purim costumes. It's all Purim costumes. Right? Someone said today, uh, I don't know what Haredi is. It's who you're voting for. I don't know what's considered a Haredi. I don't know what a Chiloni is. I don't know Mizrahi. And it's all, it's all Purim costumes. It's all a Yid. A Yid is a Yid is a Yid. That's how we live, that's how we live our, our life. And that's how, we, that's how we want to understand uh, the truth of, of life is, uh, is understanding the, 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 when I see something negative in somebody else, it's, it's, it's truly the negativity within, within myself. Yeah, Zach. Correct. Exactly. Beautiful. 
seeing others is what you pay by yourself. It's Correct. Reflection. And if you like, if you mm -hmm. don't have that love within yourself, obviously you're going to hate somebody else. Beautiful. So, so I don't even think it's that. It's, if you're secure with who you are, and but you have, like, let's say, you have things that are holding you back from the past that you still haven't gotten over, that could also be part of the reason why you hate the person because they represent something that either a person that's hurt you or part of yourself that you have that you feel hurt by. Beautiful. Like if a person let's say grew up a lot more or a lot less religious than then if they hate certain religious sects, then that would be a good reason. It, like it makes sense why they why they would hate them because it's part of themselves that they present to that someone. Beautiful. 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 Well Beautiful. Very, very one point. And part of what you're saying, Zach, is so important because because then when you learn to accept that and you learn not to judge it, then you're not judging that part of yourself. That's what people don't realize. People don't realize that when you're judging that person on the outside and you want them to change, really ultimately, it's if you would accept them, you're not really accepting them, you're accepting that part of you. And then you can begin to heal or you can begin to figure out what you gotta do. Very good point. What? In order for if, if I judge somebody favorably, and the only way it's going to heal that part of me too, the only if I acknowledge it, that I have it inside. Correct. Yeah. Well, also yes. Well, that definitely helps. But even just that connection to that person will will come back at you. Correct. It, it's helpful to acknowledge it, but even if you don't, when you hug somebody, when you give to somebody, it it it, it, it comes back to you. It 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 ultimately will come back to you. You're right. The, the more you're tuned in that it's you, the more, the deeper it'll go. But when you give to somebody, you get, you'll, you'll get that. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Right? That's, that's the example where a guy's sitting in a shul or he's sitting on a bus and suddenly he's blessing everybody and giving out brachas to everybody. So suddenly you start loving everybody more. Even without you recognizing within yourself. You start looking around, you say, oh, I love that guy, and that guy like that, and that this. And you start giving out love to everyone, even when it's just in your brain, you will feel, feel, feel that right back at you. Very strong. Very strong. But, but yes, that is a good point, that the more you are aware of it, the, uh, the better it is as well. The deeper it will go. Oh, Rapsim Karaba, no? Where did you come in on? Let's hear. Let's hear. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, came perfect... Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Okay, good. Where are we up to? Come on. I like listening to you. Okay, fine. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, we're up to number eight. Um, in, in out of, why do I have 11 here? Eight out of 11. This is our last. Uh oh, because there are three others afterwards. Okay. Quickly, just a quick, just a, a few minutes of Ms. Sulsa Sharam. Oh, wow. We left off yesterday talking about the purpose of Limanat Torah is in order to help us change and help us grow. And when you're with other people, then you could cause a chil Hashem, chas v'shalom. A person can cause people, especially if you're someone who learns Torah, someone who represents Torah. It's very dangerous how people will look at you. And we have to be very careful, especially like we said, amongst Jews. You have to be extra careful. The next thing that people have problems with is when it comes to Shabbos. Says the Masilzisharam, and we'll end off with this. When you're hanging around, and this is something that, uh, that goes with Lush and Hara as well, but it goes with Shabbos meals. People love to have guests on Shabbos, and it's beautiful to have guests on Shabbos. It's very nice to give people food and to give them love through food and to help people, but not at the expense on Shabbos of talking Lashon Hara for sure. Right? People could come together uh, on Shabbos and have Shabbos meals and, and uh, talk about nothingness, 
or they could talk about uh, Lashon Hara, or as the Ramchal says, they could talk about things that they're not allowed to talk about on Shabbos. Because one of the things that happens when a person is with people is they need to, as we learned in Sheker, as people have this need to have conversations. People have this need to talk, and uh, they're, they're willing to talk um, whatever they have to talk about in order to have a conversation. And if it's quiet, and, and if they're just going to say a Dvar Torah, or they're just going to say a Halacha of, of, uh, of uh, Lashon Hara, and they're just going to sing Zmiros, then it might be a, uh, you know, not a Gishmaka meal, we'll, we'll call it. It's not a, you know, not, it's not fun, it's not enjoyable. But a person has to be very careful, says the Masil Zusharim, on Shabbos, to talk about uh, what you're doing on Monday, to talk about doing what you're doing on, on Wednesday, obviously to look at the halachas. The halacha, he says very clearly, haklalu, I mean, Masil Sharm is not a halacha safer, but he says, koma she'asr b'shabbos la'soso, anything that you're not allowed to do on Shabbos, asr l'shtalo b'avuro, you can't have any connection to it, oh, la'askiro b'piv, you can't talk about it. If I can't do it, I can't talk about it. So one of the most important things in a Shabbos meal, or when you get together for Shabbos, is for a person, especially because Shabbos, we're not even talking about the chashivas of Shabbos here. He's talking about the, what happens when we hang around people. And one of the times that we hang around people is on Shabbos. And a person has to be very careful during his Shabbos suda. And this I could say, not to you guys as uh, single guys, uh, because you are sort of, well, in the dining room here, you could be more careful with that, what the conversations that go in the dining room. But God willing, when you get married, your Shabbos table belongs to you. And your conversations that happen at your Shabbos table belong to you. You are the one responsible. That's something you can uh, mark down as well. God willing, when you get married and you have a Shabbos table to decide what your Shabbos table is going to look like. And, and it's ultimately, at the end of the day, chas v'shalom lashon hara, chas v'shalom on Shabbos, talking about things that you're not allowed to talk about is something that is prevalent. It's something that happens because that's what happens when people hang around each other. When people hang around each other, they feel a need to talk. And especially nowadays, um, uh, well, I can't say especially nowadays, but you know, there's a lot of just stuff, a lot of news and a lot of stuff just to talk about which can be very silly and very stupid and people feel the need to have, uh, I mean, the Goyen says it, the Gros says it's one of the reasons people are Mavatal Torah, it's because they just talk about stupidity. Um, but uh, it's, it's okay to learn, as, the, as we've said many times, it's better to be a person who's quiet and people are like, why doesn't he talk, than to be a person who's talking and why don't you just, people say, why doesn't that guy just be quiet? So better to be, better be that guy who's not talking so much, especially on Shabbos. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha as we're continuing. It's actually the last piece on this, Mir Hashem. Tomorrow, um, God willing, Blinader Mir Hashem will start. Um, actually, we're up to uh, Gaiva. Uh, that's the next thing we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about Gaiva and, and um, Kas, anger, and Gaiva, Kavit, Taiva, all the, uh, all the Gishmak, all the very deep, um, as the Ramchal says, and many other Svarim say, to work on your Midos is much, much harder than working on your actions. To, to work on not becoming a Balgaiva, to work on not becoming an angry person, to work on not giving in to your desires and getting rid of the internal is much, much harder. Like, like we've said many times, it's much easier to work out than it is to work in. And uh, it takes time, it takes patience, and Hashem will help each and every one of us. So does Bizocha as we are finishing up Adar, getting ready for Nisan. Let Hashem help us be able to renew ourselves to be able to connect more and more to ourselves, to have more patience with ourselves. I think that's very big, to be more patient with ourselves. And through that will be Zoha, each and every one of us, as we start off this year, I'm going to end off this year. The best thing you could do for tomorrow is have a great today. The best thing you could do for yesterday is to have a great today. You want to, have a, you want to fix yesterday? Have a great today. You want to build yourself for tomorrow? 
have a great today. So either way you slice it, as Binyamin Berkowitz, the work outer and the work inner, right, Berko, as they call him, you know, Berkowitz, as he says, not just that today is the, the first day of the rest of your life. Today is the only day that you have for the rest of your life. It's the only day that we have. Let us live it. Have a wonderful day, everybody.